This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, back here in for Henry Lake, Matthew Collar with you, and we welcome in rules analyst from Fox Sports, Dean Blandino. I'm going to start off uh, in a place where I'm going to guess you don't get too many people starting off interviews, Dean. Uh, I want to talk about the XFL and what you guys did with the XFL because I know you're involved in that, and I loved yeah. it, and I loved it. I loved that there were some new things tried in that league, and one of them was – more transparency with the rules. And when I see people losing their minds and things like that on Twitter and saying the league is rigged and all this crazy stuff, one thing I think about was how great that was to have a better understanding of what was going on with the rules in the XFL. And I know maybe not every fan saw it who watches the NFL, but I would I would love to hear you talk about your guys' process in that and – if there's any chance we could see more things like it, like inside the booth with the replays and hearing what the referees were talking about, uh, I would love to see more of that in the NFL. No question. We're really excited. We felt like XFL in 2020, we had more transparency than, than really any level of football, any, any game that uh, you know was broadcasted for people to watch. And we're going to expand on that. And, and you really – hit the nail on the head in that when you don't see the process, when you don't know what's going on, that's when people start to come up with these conspiracy theories and all of these different things. But when you can watch it and see it and, and, and hear it, it's just, you get a better understanding. You may not always agree with the rule or the decision, but you don't walk away with questions as to, as to why or how it happened. And that's something that we felt was really important with a new league and trying to get people engaged. And, and we're going to see more of it. You know, I don't know if the NFL, the NFL has such a long history and tradition, and there's a lot of that legacy that, that makes it harder to just, hey, we're going to pull back the curtain completely. Right. But I think, I think the NFL needs to look at that in, in some way, especially as it pertains to officiating, because Look, there's a lot of talk. You have the games on Sunday where there were some controversial calls, and then you get fans of one team or, or the other team that are saying, well, the officials are out to get us. You know, there's a, there's, you know they don't like our, our team or whatever it may be. And if the NFL would be more transparent, people would see, look, I was part of the NFL for a very long time, and, and there's no – the officials want to get it right more than anyone. It's just – it's a fast game. It happens really quick, and the officials are human, and sometimes they make mistakes. So what is the holdup? I mean, on that, I mean, we are <laughs> we are in a world though where you know NFL films will take us to the sideline, and we can listen to Patrick Mahomes beg to go back in the game when he gets injured. But it seems like they're very protective of the refs, and I, I think that's right to some extent uh, because they get attacked constantly, and it's a impossible task 
to get everything right. And you know what? You're right that 32 of 32 fan bases thinks the refs are out to get them. So I guess how could it be that every team – anyway, that's not the point. Yeah. But but yeah, it, exactly. but are there reasonable steps that you could see actually happening? I know that we're never going to get every, every single thing that we want to hear from the referees, but it feels like there could be more. There, there definitely could be more. And I think it's it's still a holdover from old school thinking before the internet, before there, you know, everyone had more access to video and information and where you could just, you know, kind of ignore the, the media or ignore that, that kind of push towards getting more information about officiating. But those days are over the access. Like you said, we're, we're listening to what Patrick Mahomes is saying on the sideline. We're seeing all of these different things and, and everyone is, you know, has a platform and I think the league has taken some steps and, and they're on Twitter, NFL officiating's on Twitter and they do they do tweet out from time to time. But I think sometimes you can you can gain credibility if you come out and admit a mistake. And and I don't think you can do that you can't do that every game, right? You can't say, Well, we we missed ten calls this game because that undermines the credibility of the officials of and you also have officials that you know, you have to continue to keep in, 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 a, in a good place because they're going to go out and work the following week and, and we want them to be successful. But I think there's an opportunity to just be more transparent. And if there is a missed call, hey, it, we missed this. Here's why. Here's what we're doing to correct it. And, and I think people will, they might not feel completely great about it, but I think they'll feel a little bit better where they can let it go and move on versus just nothing. And then they're wondering what happened. Fox Sports Rules Analyst Dean Blandino joining us here on the John Schuster Caldwell Bankwell uh, Banker Hotline. I bet everyone does that. Um, so, I, I, so I wanted to ask what holding is um, because I would love yeah. to understand that. But uh, I also wanted to comment that uh, I can't imagine what the NFL officiating Twitter's mentions look like every weekend <laughs> on Sunday. Oh, my God. Uh, be, whoever yeah. runs that. The poor social media Go person's probably there. an intern. Go on there. If, if you want a good laugh. <laughs> Go on there after they tweet something and just read. <laughs> so, I mean, I get it on my – people still think that I make decisions. You know, oh. I'm just commenting on it, and people still think. So my comments are pretty funny. The comments on that Twitter handle are, are really good. Yes, and if you explain what happened, then you're just defending the refs because you're part of the ref Illuminati and all that yes. sort of stuff. Yes, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm an accomplice, no, no doubt. But I would uh, – I just think that there are some rules in the NFL that are so difficult for the referees to call that the answer feels like more replay. But then when they tried to do pass interference replay, that was kind of a mess and holding interference. And also every time somebody falls on the quarterback a little too much, then sometimes we get a flag. Sometimes we don't get a flag. And I think that that if we could resolve some of that, it would eliminate maybe 75% of the crazy tweets that go to NFL officiating. And, and I don't know what the answer is, but maybe you've got a better solution there. Well, I think it's a balance. And I think we've seen the league take some steps to introduce more replay. I felt like pass interference was a complete and total disaster. And, mm-hmm. You know, anytime you, anytime you had a rule because of one play, and look, it was a big play. We get it. It was the NFC Championship game. And, and re, you know, the Saints should have been in the Super Bowl. We get that. But it's one play and then you change a rule. And we got to see how it's so hard to review those plays because the rules are written so officials can make decisions in real time at full speed. And then whenever you use slow motion 
to review something, you're always going to distort it to some extent. But I think there are opportunities. Um, like you, you mentioned the quarterback. Is there is there a set of player safety rules, whether it's roughing the passer or hits on defenseless players, where there's some objective part of that call? You know, did he hit the player in the head-neck area? Those types of things that could be reviewable. They do it in college with targeting. I think you can do that. I think you can introduce uh, and they're doing a good job with, with expediting these reviews and, and, and being more efficient. But there's a balance because I don't think anyone wants to watch a game where every time an official makes a call, we're getting word from upstairs that they've got to correct something or moving the ball a half yard or correcting the clock. Because then you have just so many interruptions in the game and it just it's not a fun game to watch. So I think there's a balance. I think technology will continue to improve. It's going to improve at a at a much faster rate than, than, than human beings, you know, their eyesight isn't going to change. They're, they're still have to move and get in position to see different things. So I think it's a balance of using technology, using it, you know, efficiently, but also not overusing it where it interrupts the game too much. No, that's a great point because basketball and baseball both suffer with this, with the replay, where if somebody bops somebody else in the head a little bit too hard, it's like, whoa, everybody stop the game. And I've been in the arena when this happened. It's just miserable. It's just like, is he bleeding? Yeah. It's fine. Everybody move on. Uh, and with baseball, oh, well, it was a bang, bang play at first. And now we're going to stop the whole game and challenge it and, and everything else. And it's yeah. just a terrible experience. Um, but I have been a pro sky judge person. I think that if we had just things that sky judge, if, if you will, uh, could look at. And one of those things is definitely with the quarterback because it's such a significant penalty when someone hits the quarterback too hard and they throw a flag and it's happening so fast. Like I think of the, the Chris Jones one where I could understand how that referee would have thought that Chris Jones threw his body on the quarterback, uh, but he didn't like just in, in, in getting another look at it. So I think that if there was a set of certain things that they could look at uh, and that it was only those things, it would be better. And you know what? I think Dean, that the NFL might have the budget for this. I think, I don't know if they have enough. Definitely. They they definitely have the budget. Budget's not a problem. It's just how much they're willing to spend on officiating. And, uh, but you're right. And I think that that's the thing, what, what, what we've learned with replay, and this goes back to 1999, I was involved with bringing replay back into the NFL, and we had a, a small set of reviewable plays, and, and it was limited. But every year, something happened, and then you add to it, right? And then you continue to add to it, and now, if you look at the replay rule compared to what it was in 1999, it's so much more extensive. And that's always the concern with, yes, the good intentions. We want to start with a small group of plays, rough in the past or whatever it may be. But then somebody's going to miss a face mask. And then we're going to say, well, why can't we review that? Or, or that, that was, you know, that, that was a, a, a defensive hold. We should be able to review that. And then you, you just expand. And then at some point, right, the simplest thing to do is just say, hey, Coaches get three challenges per game. You have three timeouts, challenge, whatever you want. It has to be obvious to change it, and it's simple and cleaner, um, and it's limited. I, I don't know. I think we, we, we keep continue to creep in that direction, and at some point we're going to have to say, what, what is replay designed for? Is it designed to correct everything, or is it designed to correct the obvious mistake in a significant situation. And the basic premise going in back in 99 and even prior to that was 
fix the obvious mistake in the significant situation, but we've drifted further and further away from that. Right. And you brought up a good point earlier just about, you know, being reactive to things and seeing one play happen and then everybody kind of gets the pitchforks out. And I would imagine it's hard even for Raj if he's on Twitter, like looking at what everyone's saying, this this league's got all these problems. And I was watching something the other day where it was like the full time ref thing just keeps people keep pounding yeah, the table. Sure. And I've never felt like that has to really be um, something that's just going to fix things. I also think, Dean, I, and I'd be interested in your opinion. I think it's always going to be impossible to get everything right. And we just have to accept that you have to outplay the other team. And sometimes it's not always going to be fair. Like this, it's, this is a sport that's going to try its hardest, but it's never going to be perfect. No, you're absolutely right. And sometimes we forget. And there's, there's three groups of people that affect games, right? Coaches, players, and officials. But the officials are the only ones that are held to a standard of perfection, right? We, Players drop passes. The coaches make the wrong call. You know, every play, if everybody does what they're supposed to do, it's supposed to be a touchdown, right? But we know not every play is a touchdown. And so somebody missed an assignment some, somewhere or somebody missed a tackle on that big, that big touchdown run. But officials are the only ones that are expected to be perfect, and they're, they're going to make mistakes too. And, and if you look at over the course of a game, they make the fewest mistakes, you know, from coaches and players – but again, we're always focusing on those handful of plays each game where we, we either the officials did, made a mistake or we didn't agree with the call. Yeah, I don't want to come off as too pro ref in a football uh, conversation <laughs> here because, Can't of course, that. because of course, Vikings fans think that the refs are out to get them and they cheer for the Packers and all those things. But uh, I, for one summer, I umpired like 16 to 18 year olds playing baseball and oh my wow. god dean i just, I was just yeah. like this is so hard i mean the first the first pitch the batter swung at it and it went back to the backstop and i was like ball like i didn't even see the guy swing <laughs> like just it is so it is so difficult and uh of course some coaches were upset about that so i do have sympathy but i think that you do an incredible job explaining the rules and that it brings a lot to broadcasts when you have a, a chance to you know, have something like that. So I want you to continue to have a job with controversies, but I don't think that's ever yes. going to change, Dean. <laughs> no, it's never going to change. We're always going to have something to talk about, and that keeps that keeps this rules analyst position <laughs> alive. But but you make a great point, and that that's one thing where the people that actually go out and do it, and and there's young people around the country that go out and officiate, and we get we get the benefit of 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 watching the play in slow motion from five or six different angles. They have to make that call one time from their angle at full speed, and I think sometimes we there's a disconnect in uh, you know between those two things. Yeah, and anybody who wants to see how different it is now and how much better it is now, go back. I like to watch old games on YouTube. Go back and see some of the yeah. calls that used to happen in games from 1993 or something. So it's always uh, it's always yeah. improving, but it takes time. So Dean, this was very cool. I appreciate all the explanations, and I feel like I understand the world better now that you have been here. That's a cool job <laughs> you have that people it. always understand things better after you're done talking. Yeah, but then, you know, a couple of days later, you'll forget like everybody else. And then we'll, <laughs> we'll, have to re- we'll have to do a refresher. Yeah, that's, that's very right. Uh, <laughs> Dean, uh, thanks, thanks for taking the time for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, Dean Blandino, Fox Sports Rules Analyst. And, yep, we need them. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 